Westplex 107.1. Is it my turn yet? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? I was going to start talking, but I thought you maybe had me um, on ignore. <laughs> I had, um, you know, I did something with the equipment last night. I had something set up wrong. I had something um, punched in wrong. So I had to uh, unpunch it and repunch it and then punch it again until it came into submission. No, <laughs> just like Joe Biden. You know, Biden. I think about that every day. <laughs> did, did you, you know, we, we talked, we played the cuts from Joe Biden. Did you hear it last week when when he was talking about, I, I you know, I'm telling you, I, I, I can't wait. Joe Biden and and Donald Trump as the two uh, you know candidates Biden is the Democrat Trump is a Republican for president anyway uh, Biden was at a campaign stop or, or I don't know maybe, maybe it was on the debate or something like that when he's talking about um, you know uh, uh, you know uh, sexual abuse uh, and physical abuse and he's talked about how he's going to you know wipe it out and he's going to punch and punch and punch and punch it till it's gone. I'm going like, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're talking about physical abuse. Why would you use like an abusive term like you're going to punch and punch and punch and punch it? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what are his writers thinking? <laughs> well, he, he does this all off the top of his head. And No, and he's got to have somebody no, wrangling him no, in. No, That's no, what no, they no. do. No, but he does. Don't you see it in the movies? Here, here's the difference. Everyone okay. has a handler. The difference is, okay, there's two Donald Trumps, okay? When Donald Trump makes a speech, there's the Donald Trump who reads off the teleprompter, who sounds like he's reading off a teleprompter. He sounds like he's reading something. No, no one wrote this for me. It's all spontaneous and contemporaneous. And then there's the Donald Trump. <laughs> contemporaneous. Who just goes nuts when he just ad-libs. And he's great at that. Because okay, back up. What is contemporaneous? Contemporaneous? Don't you know what contemporaneous is? I do not. Contemporaneous is this club that used to be in Clayton. Oh my God, it was crazy. You know, we all the all the cool kids used to go there. That's why they never let me in. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Continue on, sir. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what makes him. You know, that's what makes him interesting. Is come on, you know people who cannot think on their feet. Okay, and and I'm not I'm one of those. No, 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 no. You're pretty good at it, but there's some oh, people. That, no, no when, when you get around, you know, there's some people, and quite honestly, I love to be around them. Like, for example, my old boss, who you met several times before he unfortunately passed away, Ron Grubbs. Ron Grubbs was God. He was so quick on his feet. You know, I mean, you know, you would say, I mean, like for example, my ex boss, Shelly and I had lunch with what two years ago, three years ago now. Yeah, and yeah. Ron was, shall we say, a character, and to the point where he he indeed was. Yes, to the point where. When I worked for him, Ron was, I was 10 years younger than him. Ron, I was 25. Ron was 35. And at that point in time, he was on wife number five. So I hadn't seen him like in 20 years. We call him up. I call him up. Hey, will you have lunch with Shelly and I? We want to talk to you about something. Because uh, he's he was still in the radio business. I mean, at what? 70 years old, I think he was when we saw him that time. Uh, still in was the radio he really? Business. Oh, yeah. Did still, not know that. Yeah, still going strong. You know, still sharp as a tack. And, and yes, so, but I didn't know he was right. that so, age. Right. So we were sitting at lunch, and about 10 or 15 minutes in, I said to him, 
and and I know his 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 wife, his then wife, now his widow, who also works in the radio business, and I think she still does. Uh, who was uh, once again interesting fact with Ron? I think twenty five years younger than him. So you know, <laughs> Ron's an interesting guy. So anyway, I said to him, I said, Ron. What wife is this? And what did he say immediately? Not even, there wasn't, I mean, the word was still coming out of my mouth. And he answered, remember the answer? The last one. He said, yes, my last one. (laughs) And and strangely enough, or ironically enough, that turned out to be the case, which is sad. But uh, anyway, he was incredibly quick on his feet. I mean, he would say things. He was a gentleman from the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of those guys that, you know, I mean, you know, he was one of those guys that if you went to a party, you wanted to be around him because he was always the guy who was telling the good joke and, you know, and talking trash about people, but always like sort of. Like with a with a with a wink, you know what I mean. He was one of those guys that yes, could, that he could, never he he wasn't he wasn't like um, ill ill will. Yes, he he would say things about you which were like I guess you could consider them what like a semi insult, but then he would look at you and give you a wink like, hey, you know I'm just kidding, you know, and that was you know I mean and, and there and and nowadays you can't do that anymore. It's so it's so incredibly political. Uh, are, are are you know politically correct that you can't you know what I mean you can't you know yes I do know what you if you mean. go to a party like like perfect example I mean w- you know we talked about you know Joe Biden yesterday and I mean this is not a political show by the way this is just, we you it know, is not we try to make fun of everybody <laughs> we do <laughs> he does have you seen this crazy weird video with Andrew Yang, you know the guy. I don't who's, even know who Andrew Yang is. That's right. You don't. Well, you're not in the political. And Andrew Yang is one of the uh, candidates for uh, the Democratic presidential nomination. Okay. Somebody dropped out. Well, yeah, uh, Kamala Harris did yesterday, yeah. which, which surprised everybody. But that reason she dropped out because she ran out of money. But that's a whole other story. So, okay, Andrew Young, uh, Yang, Y A N G, is still in it, and he's the guy. Who says the the fix for everything in the country is to give everybody a thousand dollars a month? So the government would just write everybody in the country a check for a thousand dollars a month. You'd get a thousand dollars. I sort of like Oprah. You get a thousand dollars. I get a thousand dollars. He gets a thousand dollars. Anyway, he's he's an interesting character. So you have to watch this video, and I'm not going to tell you what happens because it's a little bit weird. Where and all I all I will say is they were doing a celebration of the opening of his I think his New Hampshire uh, campaign headquarters because you know the 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 two big primaries that everybody's got to score big in right off the bat is the first off the Iowa primary and or they actually call it the Iowa caucus and then the New Hampshire primary. All I can say is watch the video, and I'll just say it involves a can of whipped cream. And it is strange and weird and bizarre. Spoiler alert much? Well, but you have to watch the, the video. Well, it's just, what's it under? Just, I, I, I bet you any money, if you just Google Andrew Yang whipped cream, you'll see the video. And all I can say is those of us who are old enough to remember what they call the Dukakis moment, you know what that was about? I, I probably don't want to be reminded. When Dukakis was running for president, um, who was he running against? Uh, was it Jimmy Carter? I can't remember who he's running against. A long time ago, um, he got into he went to some army um, bear, or army um, um, you know base and got into a tank. They let him get into a tank, 
and you know how like you got the hatch in the top and there's usually like the the tank commander if you ever watch the movie uh, yeah yeah fury yeah. if you ever watch the the movie fury with brad pitt the tank commander yes. is the guy that usually opens up the hatch and he's usually standing up and he's like with binoculars and he's like you know looking what's going on and then when they get under you know under fire they pull the they, you know he gets down and hopefully he gets down without being killed uh closes the hatch behind him and then they go and engage in in, in battle uh anyway he's out on this I, maybe it was. It might have been. It might have been a test range for the. It might have been a manufacturer of tanks. Anyway, long story made short, he gets in this tank with this weird tank commander helmet. They don't wear like a normal army helmet. They wear like a different helmet. It's got like the headphones in it and the whole bit. And he's riding around in this tank, and it looks like the goofiest thing in the world. And everybody says that was the moment he lost. Because of the fact that people went like, okay, that was weird. He's riding around with this goofy helmet in a tank. you know. And keep in mind that he's a Democrat. And typically, the Democrats tend to be uh, more of the dovish than the Republicans. Because the, you know, they're always accusing the Republicans of being the war hawks. You know, like uh, Bush number two, uh, you know, who uh, uh, um, you know, uh, went into Iraq. The second time, that kind of a thing, and you know, yeah. his father, Bush number one, was a Republican, went into Iraq the first time, and you know, and they claimed that like, well, Bill Clinton never did that when he was a president, that kind of stuff. Anyway, are we done? <laughs> Six twenty-four. <laughs> but you, you, you know what? What? I have to tell you something. I've been thinking about this. Oh, for, please do. I, I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. I but I've been thinking about this for a long time. And you know how people, they come out, you know, if you listen to NPR, KWMU, you know, all they do is talk about people coming out. Right. It's time for me to come out. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I got hairy legs. You have hairy legs. I got hairy legs. (laughs) Okay, Wayne. Or Garth? <laughs> no, that's not. That's that's Joe Biden. Remember we talked about that yesterday. I know that's Joe Biden. Why'd you call me Wayne or Garth? Oh, because oh, I showed funny. you. I showed you the uh, uh, sphincter says what yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that? Sure. Why not? It's, I don't know. It's anatomy. I was going to say it, but I thought, no, then he'll get he'll give me the face. Hey, they don't call this show BS in the morning for nothing. Trust me. Okay? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we're going to take a break. It is, And by the way, she's Brad. I'm Shelly. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. It's 626. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am S. She is B, Brad, and Shelly. And uh, we have the website bsinthemorning.show. Shelly? Do you like Sam Hunt? He's okay. Got in trouble. Why? I'm, I'm upset with him. He's not a good role model. He's in trouble. What did he do? He got arrested for driving drunk in Nashville. And uh, it's already had some... I mean, first off, uh, he shouldn't be doing that. And uh, I, you know me. I am anti, 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 anti drunk driving. Always have been. Yes, you Yes, you are. Uh, apparently, he... I think the legal limit in uh, Tennessee is .08 like we have it. He was like .17, so he was twice the legal limit. And he was driving the wrong way on, apparently they have like a, some, a parkway, some parkway in Nashville. It's sort of like uh, Mexico Road near, you know, like the uh, St. Peter City Hall where you have like the divided highway there. You know, there's like a median. Yeah, yeah. And he was on the wrong side of the road driving against traffic uh, on this parkway. And What, uh, what was he thinking? Well, I don't know. I mean, seriously. Well, he said Did he tr- he- I wonder if he tried to do 
Do you know who I am? Well, he was. They said his 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 apology said that he was at a friend's um, performance at a bar or something like that, and he drank too much, and he should have Ubered home or called somebody or you know. I mean, I mean, come on, he's Sam Hunt. He's like a big country star. You know, I mean, he could grab his phone and or he could say to anybody in the audience, you know, it's either hey. Can anybody drive me home? And there'd probably be ten women. Yes, I can. I can. You know that kind of a thing. Um, anyway, he was going to be. There's a. I can't remember. What's, it's some kind of a NASCAR deal. You know, this is the time of the year when you know they start to get ready for the NASCAR season because the NASCAR season starts. Uh, you know, next month with the Daytona 500. Or is it next month? Is it January? I guess it is. I can't remember. January, February. They start early. It goes on forever. Um, and anyway, they they uh, they uh, have all sorts of events, and he was going to be like headlining at some NASCAR music event, something like that, and they fired him. He's gone. Because NASCAR, you know, think about it. NASCAR, driving drunk, doesn't look good. It really doesn't. Because NASCAR started... Driving drunk, period, doesn't look good. Well, I mean... It it, makes no one look good. Right, but it's not... It doesn't look good for for NASCAR, because NASCAR has an issue already that they sort of have been tagged with that, like, hey, let's go to the races and let's get screaming drunk, you know, because everybody goes to the races and they get drunk, you know. That's what you do at NASCAR. Not everybody, but a lot of people do that. Uh, Yeah, but a lot of people... um, What's that word? When they sit there and they get a limo... Um, I don't even know. I I know you know what I'm talking about. But they get a limo. It's it's they they take a group yeah. in, on a bus. Party bus. Yeah. A party bus. Yes. yes party bus. You. Yeah. I get you. Speak Shelley so well, no, good. No, it's but, but, a, a six thirty eight in the morning. I, I don't. You know, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I I have been drunk in my life. I don't know. Maybe twice. One time, you know, like bad drunk. Um, and me and, too. And, and, and it's one, the first time I ever got drunk, and I still can't drink rum. Well, once again, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not one of these people that's going like, well, because I don't do this, you shouldn't do it either. I get it. If that's what you like, you like to get, you know, a lot of alcohol in you. Fine. Just don't drive. Just don't or get in a plane or, you know, operate your lawnmower, you know, or, or you know, go out and try to cut down a tree with a chainsaw. I mean. It's a recipe for disaster, and more importantly, when you're in your car, the sad thing is, how many times do you hear the stories where, you know, drunk driver, you know, hits somebody else head on, and the other people in the car are all killed, and the drunk driver, you know, survives because, and there's a medical. Why do you think that is? Oh, there's no. uh, There's an interesting reason for that. There's a medical reason for that. I've I've heard doctors talk about that because of the fact that that uh, your 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 body doesn't. you're, You're all. Relax. Yeah, your body doesn't tense up because you don't, you know, when you're in an altered state, you don't realize the danger you're in. That's why people do crazy things when they're drunk because it screws up your mind. And, you know, that's why you see guys, you know, who do, you know, walk on, uh, you know, uh, uh, on, on, you know, climb up on the roof and, you know, you know, and try to walk on the roof of a a building or something like that because their mind, uh, their, their, their decision making is, is altered by the alcohol. And and essentially, it just makes their you know like you know, think about it like drunks they sort of, oh they're sort of loosey goosey and they're just falling all over and you know they're you know they're like you know they're you know they're they look like they're they're a rag doll and that's part of the reason sad you know because it, sh- it should sad. it should be the other way around you know the drunk should be killed and I, well I shouldn't say that nobody should be killed but you know if you're going to have that kind of a thing anyway Sam Hunt. In trouble, and the crazy thing is, he's still an enigma in the country music world because of the fact that he comes out with this first album, which is this huge album. Wil probably still plays 
three or four songs, you know, uh, off that album, and then like he disappears, you know, and 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 then every once in a while, you know, hey, here's a song from I'm going to release a song from my upcoming album, my second album, it'll be out next month. And nothing ever comes out, you know. It's like, okay, what's going on, you know? And then, like, like six months ago, by, hey, I'm going to release a song, and 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 uh, you know who? Do you ever, you know who Sam Hunt is? I, I, he's a country star, right? Yeah, but he is he is a young, good-looking hunk of a guy. Used to be a quarter- yes, he is. He is he is easy on the eye. Yes, he used to be a quarterback. He's an athlete. He, he played football and actually tried to get into the NFL, um, but played football. I think he was at two different universities. I think he was at UAB, and then he transferred somewhere else, and he finished up his high school. I mean, his college and another. But you know, good-looking guy. Um, you know, got money. You know, supposedly fun guy to be around. Sort of a Ron Grubbs kind of guy. You know, anyway, uh, weather's coming up. We'll have that for you. And by the way, I sent you the video. Did you watch it? I did. And I, I what is the purpose of that? <laughs> I mean, who, wh- what campaign, ma- what campaign manager would say, this is going to be a really good idea. Why didn't you do this? Well, it's going to get you votes. Shelly and I are talking about the bizarre weird video that this Andrew Yang, and, and it wasn't him that released it, it was somebody, it was at the opening of his, uh, I think, New Hampshire campaign headquarters. The If you watched it when, let's just put it this way, when he does it to the second guy, did you see there's a guy who grabs him and tries to stop him? You know who that is? No, I only saw the first guy. Oh, you didn't, you didn't watch I, the I full... I didn't notice that somebody tried to stop him. Watch. Well, you didn't watch the full video then. It's only like 30 seconds long when I sent you. I did watch the full video, no. but I didn't, I didn't make that no, but he correlation. Does, he, I had, he, I, you know. he does it to two guys. Yeah, I knew that, okay. but I didn't know that somebody had tried to stop him. Watch the video because after he does it to the second guy... The guy grabs him, not grabs him, grabs him, but sort of like, hey, hey, you know, puts his hand on his shoulder and sort of pulls him back like, hey, let's let's do something else. That's his campaign manager. That's kind of like me <laughs> going, Henry DiCarlo again. Why don't we do something else? Ninth anniversary and oh, Hugh seriously? Janus turning 10. La, 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 la. I'm sorry. Why did I bring that up? I'm I don't sorry. Know. Why I'm, did I not know that the man child, also known plate. as my host, uh, I'm would play that again? I'm at why, the plate. Why, what, what made me think that that was going to be <laughs> not going to happen? I'm at the plate, and we're playing softball, and Shelly's the pitcher, and she just serves up this rainbow that has HR written all over it, and I just take it out of the park. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> okay. Six, six, four, one. It is BS in the morning, 655. Going to be a fairly nice day today. Uh, yesterday afternoon turned out okay, don't you think? I thought it I thought it was lovely. Actually. Currently 38 degrees officially at the airport. You know, that's always if you ever God, I mentioned this, you know, younger people go like George Carlin, who's that? George Carlin does a funny bit about weather. First off, he does a, a, a wacky meteorologist thing, but his bit was why do they always say, and Shelley knows the answer to this question, why do they always give the temperature at the airport? And his point was nobody lives at the airport, right? Nobody lives at the airport, right? No. And not at least officially. I know sometimes guys, you know, 
hang out in their hangars and spend the night there, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> sometimes if they didn't. They used to. Sometimes the the, the hangars Speaking become of which, do you bachelor know that parents. They're, private, they're trying to privatize Lambert. You're kidding. So what? Since you when? Already knew that didn't. You? Since when? That I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Move on. Hey Shelly, I did not know that. Hey Shelly, do you know? Do you know they're building this new monument downtown? Do you know about this? No. It's called the Arch. I, I think it'll be up any day now. Okay. So, <laughs> hi Brad, how are you today? Anyway, we're talking about weather. Okay. Um, why? Why is the official temperature at the airport? Well, it used to be because that's where the Weather Bureau was, but that's not the case anymore. No, you are exactly right. That was the case. That most of in the, most of the, the the airports around the country, that's where in the old days they called the Weather Bureau. Now it's NOAA or whatever they call it. Uh, they used to. That's where the the uh, weather service was because who used the weather the most? The pilots. The airport. Yeah, the that's pilots. That's when we were. That's when we were a. Uh, you know, we were a top top rated airport. Well, uh, all of in them the were country. like that. Most of them were like that around the country. Now, not every single one, but that's how it happened through the years. Is that you know, way, way, way back when, before we had uh, you know uh, uh, Dave Murray walking around barefoot on TV, giving us the weather forecast oh, and things Brad. like that. <laughs> hey, he moved to California so he can walk barefoot yeah, he's in the winter. Come back and listen to 107.1 and hear you talking about him. Yeah. Ooh, he's gonna. He's gonna. Mm. Hey. I'm, I want to be there. I'm ready. I want to be a fly on the wall when that happens. I'm ready because you know what I'll do? Right from the get-go, if he comes at me, I'll just thunderclap him. What's a thunderclap? <laughs> I don't know. You know, whoosh, <laughs> whoosh. Although I do like thunderclaps when it's actually thundering outside. Well, I was kidding. I okay. do. When it's thunderclaps, I go one. Thousand two, oh, thousand three, do you, Mississippi. Do you, do you do you remember this 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 famous story about Mike Martz when he was the coach of the Rams? Do you you know no. the, you know the story about that? Uh-uh. Um, oh my God, it's a funny story. It's a funny story. You know what? I'll tell it next hour. And it, ha- uh. it, it has to do it has to do exactly with what you just said, which is really funny. You know, and and he didn't quite he didn't understand. Well, you know. It's 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 actually a funny story, and he got and and it was funny because he got called out on radio. He did. Yeah. Well, it's like I'll tell the story next. Um, yes. Tell what it's. He was funny. he was on one. I think he was on the fourteenth. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know. Conversion. Or the, yeah. Fourteenth rendition of Fans Five Ninety. You know. It's been like. You know. <laughs> like. You know. It's been everything. It's been the man, the woman, the child. You know. The iguana. You know. Fans Five Ninety. The dude. The dude. The dude. Yeah. The, the, oh God. <sighs> still one of my still. Anyway, oh, we'll talk. Brad. We'll talk about that next hour. Okay, you ready? Okay. It's yeah. six fifty nine. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Yes, with the radio on. Good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. She is Brad. I'm in Shelley. The website is BS in the morning dot show. Uh, our uh, our uh, website for the radio station is Westplex one hundred seven one dot com. And don't forget, we are brought to you by the studios. We're brought to you by Allen's Tree Service. There's still time for you to get those trees trimmed up before we, you know, I mean, I shouldn't say before. Geez, we've already had some freezing rain. Uh, and, uh, yes, you know, we have. if you have the uh, snow and the ice on your tree and it's not in the best of shape and pretty soon that tree, which uh, the trunk is vertical, may go horizontal. And if you're lucky, it'll fall over on nothing. If you're unlucky, 
it'll fall over in your house. You don't want that. Which would you rather pay for? Would you rather have uh, the Allen's tree guys come out and, you know, who knows, they might even have to cut the tree down. They may be able to just trim it up, dead wood and stuff like that. Or would you rather have uh, to make uh, the call to your insurance agent saying, uh, a tree fell over in my house and it landed in my living room, just like my, my, my brother-in-law. I, I remember you telling me about that. Didn't a tree land in his bedroom and it went through. they were gone? It, yeah, they were in when we were when we were experiencing the gully washers every single day. Yeah, they he lives up in Alton and uh, a, a limb. I mean, he's got these. He's got this cool, architecturally significant home. You know, one of these homes that was built like I, they call it now. They call it. Uh, I think the term is they call it mid-century modern. Where sort of yes, like you know back in the seventies. Well, it was, it was actually built like in the forties or the fifties, and it has for the most part flat roofs. First off, let me tell you something. Does they have a bomb shelter? No, I don't know. No, it does not. If you oh. if you ever 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 even think about buying a house with a flat roof, do me a favor, call me up. Because I can tell you horror stories of people, including my brother-in-law, who has problems with flat roofs. But anyway, a big monstrous tree in his backyard, this big, huge limb in one of the storms just broke off and went through his roof like a spear. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, yes, it, just, it just went straight. It didn't go horizontal. It went vertical. And it pierced about a foot and a half hole through his roof, went through the roof, you know, went through the the ceiling and ended up in their bed. I mean, literally would, if they would have been, you know, and they were, I can't, I think they were in Alaska. They were on a long trip. And this is like day two of like two weeks. So I get the call and I drive over there and I go, oh no, not good. So I don't want to touch anything because you know, I climb up on the roof, take my ladder, climb up on the roof, and I don't want to touch anything because, like, okay, you need to have the insurance adjuster come out and see this, okay? So, Not to mention this probably wasn't structurally sound, sir. Nah, it was. It was. It, it was. I mean, I walked around it. You could. It, it, it. There was no give. It was. It was fine. And uh-huh. so, so he, you know, he from Says from the man that does the work of three men at a time. No, from Alaska, he calls his insurance agent, and the insurance agent calls a roofer to go out and well the I think the agent went out and took some pictures and because he knew they were out of town so then the agent calls a roofer and the roofer goes over there to give an estimate and he pulls the limb out and leaves and leaves this foot and a half hole gaping hole in their roof and keep in mind it's a flat roof and so then uh, um, I'm going like okay he pulled the limb out of the roof why didn't he at least, I mean, you know, once again, if he would have thrown like, you know, like a big... A tarp. Well, a doormat. You know what I mean? Like those rubber kind of yeah. doormats you yeah. have in front of your house. I mean, it would yeah. have covered it. And, and you know, and keep in mind, because it's flat, you know, the you know the chances are it wouldn't have leaked. Well, no, he didn't do anything. And then it rained that night. So the next morning, I get another call. Actually, it was on the weekend. And like, oh, my God, it rained. You know, so, and the sad part of it was I didn't have keys to the house. So I go up there and get my Why ladder again. Why didn't you just shimmy down the hole? wasn't big enough. I couldn't quite get through it. Uh, and I don't shimmy anymore, so that's another reason. <laughs> I'm past my shimmy days. Brad uh, shimmying. Yeah, I can't Isn't do that, that anymore. Sight. Okay, so I look down, and I see, like, everything wet. I'm going, oh, my God. So... 
I come back to the GH, and you know the big old uh, the big old uh, couple extra things of shingles where our yeah are the, yeah. the are, did you shingle his house? Well, no, no. The RSA people did our uh, the roof, and and did, did it they an excellent job. No, 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 no. So I, I there were remember they had extra shingles. So they did. I yes, came back and I got a couple shingles. And I went to uh, the big box hardware store, and I bought this instant patch stuff, which supposedly, and keep in mind, there was still some water on the roof, so I had to squeegee the water off and clean it up and the whole bit. And that stuff is, if you know what I'm talking about, that like instant seal, you know, like emergency it's like seal. Tar. Oh, it's nasty stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it is. To the point where, where you get it on you, and it's like, it just doesn't come off. And so anyway, I uh, patched the roof. And quite honestly... I'll have to check with them. I think it's still like that. I don't think they ever fixed. So, so you know, Brad the roofer, you know, I mean, I did such a good job. Add that to the repertoire <laughs> yeah. of the things that you've oh, yeah. uh, encountered and experienced throughout your journey. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, that uh, a lot of people don't realize I'm I'm noted for. I believe that. You know, well, you know, a lot of things that people don't realize that I'm noted for. I believe that. And what would that be? A lot of things that people don't realize that I'm noted for. I believe that. Oh, stop it. <laughs> a lot of things that people don't believe I'm noted for. I got hairy okay, legs. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Did you catch that one? I'm sure you can use that one like throughout the throughout the whole broadcast. Which one? <laughs> stop that. You know, it's interesting. Uh, yesterday, you don't realize this, but... Um, Shelly is on uh, is is actually a very sought after uh, business advisor, and uh, from time to time she appears on like uh, CNBC and MSNBC, and times she's on uh, Fox Business Network. And yesterday she was on Fox Business Network with the, what's the guy, the Australian guy or the English guy, um, uh, not Neil Cavuto, uh, the other guy who is is really good. Anyway, uh, uh, Shelley was on there and uh, he was asking her uh, about uh, you know various various jobs in the government. And uh, Shelley said, "They don't have dog catchers in the government." Oh, Brad. <laughs> well, more okay. So, moral of the story: I'm pretending like the last. Three minutes did not happen in my life. Um, so you you got the roof fixed, yeah. and whatever happened. I mean, you said that it, you think it's still there, but did know. they come back and get their house fixed? Or uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they were gone for like another seven, ten, ten days, seven ten days, something like that, and they came back and they had to. I think they had to. I, I don't know. I can't remember all that happened. I think they might have had to throw their bed away because I think it was soaked and moldy and stuff like that. You there know. is nothing worse than having. Well, there is something worse, but there's nothing as far as catastrophes go in your house. Water does the most damage. Oh uh, well, the point being is that, and keep in mind, this was one branch. Okay. Yes. And yes. and while uh, we always, you know, tell people with Allen's Tree Service, imagine, and this is a big monster tree. This tree is probably literally 60, 70 feet tall, and it sort of curves right over the house because that's how this branch just came right down through the roof because it just sort of fell off the trunk of the tree and just went straight down, which was over the house. Mm -hmm. And to me, you know, I get in trouble for this. People get mad at me, but, you know, I take over. That happens to you a lot, doesn't it? I take over a piece of property, and I, you know, the trees, and to the point where I I don't do this just like, well, I'm going to cut the trees down. I usually, before we knew about the Allens people, I'll usually call like a tree guy, 
And now I would call the Allens people. I haven't had any situation to have that since we've had Allens on the air with this. But I bring out an arborist and I say, okay, look Which at that tree. Which they have a full complement. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're the experts. And Yes, and, they are. And they look at it and they'll say, yeah, it's fine. Or the last three that I cut down, well, one of them with the Allens took down, which was dead, dead, dead. Uh, but before we did business with Allens, I had so there's dead, and then there's dead, dead. Well, you know, I mean, you know, where there, you know, in the <laughs> middle of the summer, there's no leaves on it. You know what I'm talking about? That's dead, dead. You know, it's yes, I know. It's what not you're like there are a few leaves about. on it. There's there's no leaves on it. Uh, anyway. Uh, Twice I had uh, arborists take a look at it. As a matter of fact, there were two front trees in the front, uh, uh, the front, um, um, you know, the front uh, lawn there at uh, the Washmo location, at uh, the crap location in Washmo. And when I first bought the place, and uh, the one was in really bad shape. Matter of fact, Dan the bug man, it had a uh, infestation of carpenter ants, and Dan used to come and bomb it. You know those bug bombs, where yes. he he dropped the bug bomb in it, and man, it was like it was the creepiest thing because it was like it was like some science fiction movie because he dropped the bug bomb in the tree, and it would be like this this like wave of ants that would crawl out of the tree. You know. Anyway, that tree was not salvageable, and the other tree wasn't as well too. Matter of fact, I had arbor take a look at both and this is years ago and he said yep you need to take those down because they're going to end up on either your roof or they're going to end up on the tree they're going to hit somebody in the sidewalk and matter of fact i don't know if you know this story and, and you know this is this is sort of a weird tie into this but the governor of of uh texas i think his name is greg abbott he's recently gotten these horrendous things that people have sent him on the internet and things like that he's he's um he's a he's a paraplegic and he's in a wheelchair, okay? And people have been sending him things like, you know, God God was too good to you. He should have killed you. Okay, do you know what happened to him? You know how he became a, 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 a paraplegic? No. He was like 17 or 18, and he was, he was jogging in his neighborhood, and a tree fell on him. You know, just out of the just sheer weird coincidence, he's jogging along, and boom, tree falls over, and boom, Gets gets him, you know, uh, uh, you know, traps him underneath and severs his spinal cord, and he's a paraplegic. Oh my! Is and and is that bizarre or what? When you think about that, that you think about yes, like, that's tragic. What are, actually, what are the odds of you being in that place at literally that split second? We're not talking about when a tree falls; it falls quick. It's not like yes, okay, one thousand one, one thousand two. It's like bonk, bonk. It's done. And that's what happened to him. So. See why I don't like trees? <laughs> yep, trees. Yeah, I, I, I get why you they're not your fave. Well, I, people, you know, I, I had this discussion with somebody the other day about the fact that, that, you know, people complain about their electricity going out, but the same people that plant trees under the electric lines, and then, you know, the, the, the trees, like, fall over and knock their line off the side of their house, or it trips the circuit breaker, you know, and their whole neighborhood's out. Oh, well, well I, I like my tree. You know, and then Amron comes by and, and does a, uh, uh, you know, right away... Uh, you know, maintenance cut, and they cut like the middle out of their tree, <laughs> which I always think is funny, but I shouldn't. I'm sorry. The little things tickle you, don't they? I need to take a break. 721. Westplex 107.1. Ain't no hollaback girl. Is that you? That's me. I'm not a hollaback girl. <laughs> it is 725. BS in the morning. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Okay. 
Brad the website guy and ba- Brad the domain guy, okay? The other night, I'm driving along, and I'm listening to this person talk about the fact that there's a new group, a new anti-Trump group that has arisen, and they have taken the name of, are you ready for this? Cult 45. I'm sorry? Cult 45. Okay, you know the, I don't know if it's still around, it used to be like, was the beer, the malt liquor used it was to be Colt 45? Yeah, it was and, a, yeah, and, it was a malt liquor. And believe it or not, the... Uh, Can they still use that? Surely that's trademarked. Well, no, but it's Colt, C-U-L-T, not Colt. Oh, C, C, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The idea okay, being go. is that it's Colt, and he's president number 45, okay? So... And if you remember, in the old days, way back when, uh, the baseball team in Houston was called the Colt 45s. Did you know that? I did not know that. Ancient history, before they were the Astros. I'm pretty sure. And, matter of fact, it's still funny that that uh, that uh, the, the basketball team in Washington, D.C. used to be called the Bullets, <laughs> which is sort of ironic because of all the, the shootings and everything like that uh, mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Matter of fact, it's really, really interesting. Uh, they decided, uh, you know, there was a lot of a lot of complaints about that. That uh, they said that the name uh, Colt, or the, excuse me, the Washington Bullets, was uh, you know a, a terrible name. It had a terrible connotation to it. So they just called themselves the Bullets. Okay. Did you get it? It's a joke. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because okay. it, it didn't really seem funny to me. Yeah, the Colt 45s. Uh, the Houston Astros American team. Da, 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 da. Uh, they were originally the team World Series champions. Where is this? Uh, now they're, uh, they're, they're still taking grief over the fact that, I think we talked about this once, uh, that, um, yeah, the Colt, yeah, the Colt 45s. Yeah, the Houston Colt 45s. And it, and it had the gun. Get this. The, the old logo had Houston, and it had Colt, and the C was like a a um, uh, puff of smoke that curved around OLT and come out of a gun, and then below it had the .45s, Colt, the Houston Colt 45s. Could you get away with that today? No way. No, not at all. <laughs> that would be like naming not your team. Not even in the least. Like the AR-15s or something like that. You know, like that won't work. Uh, anyway, uh, what was I going to say on that one? Oh, because Houston's still taking grief over the fact that there is this this rumor that um, they have a secret camera that was hidden out in center field, and it was zoomed in on the home plate, and they would uh, the people would the the, the coaches would would had were, could use could look at this camera in the dugout, and they would pick up the opposing catcher's signs, and depending upon what he uh, sent, they would like jump on the bench once or twice to make a noise to make it to tell their batter what the pitch was going to be i remember you saying that yes yeah, yeah they're still i don't think they've totally proven it but i've seen the videos and it is funny because you can hear like before the pitches you can hear a boom and it's like okay you know our boom boom it's like okay <laughs> what is this you know and it's it's clear as day on the videos so who knows anyway well, you know, cheaters never prosper. Well, there, there's there's another phrase. Did you ever hear the other phrase? Um, and Sphinxer says what? <laughs> what? Uh, no, in in sports. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> if, if, if you are... If, I just embarrassed myself. I'm not going to lie. If, if, <laughs> and that doesn't happen very easily. If, 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 if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. 
See, I, I, I like Teeters Never Prosper. Uh, okay, well, two lo- ways to look at that. 729. Westplex 107.1. Hey, Ma, look, I made it. I made it. You know what happened to me yesterday? Two different occasions yesterday. I'm walking into stores, and guess what I hear as I'm walking in from the parking lot? Yes. I hear the Salvation Army bell. And the one schnooks I went to yesterday, it was a husband and wife who were working the the bell and uh, working the kettle. And they couldn't have been nicer. Talk about uh, if you wanted to have the absolute positive, perfect representatives for Salvation Army. They were just perfect. They greeted me as I walked up. I put my money in the kettle. Uh, you went in and they thanked me profusely as I, you know, went out the store and went to do, you know, went in there. And you know what? You know what I did? I went in there for. You know what? I'm so happy today. Little Debbie's. I, you know, what happens is the ones I like. They either never appear in the stores or they're there and they're gone. And I've been looking all over. I've been into several schnooks and they're sold out of the chocolate Christmas cakes. Now they've brought in the spice Christmas cakes, whatever the heck they are, or the white ones, which are no good. Um, So I went to the one schnooks that I bought them at before, the chocolate ones. I thought to myself... No, I'll try this one. I was went three schnook stores yesterday looking for chocolate little debbies. So you don't know, you know, you don't think I work hard all day long, man. I'm out there hitting the street trying to find, you know, chocolate little debbies. So I went to the schnooks, and they had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five boxes left. And guess how many boxes I bought? Five. Right. <laughs> I bought them all. Oh, they're so good. I already had mine this morning, but you know what happened? A couple minutes ago when I was talking to you off air, I dropped it on the floor. Way to go. Yeah, but I just dusted off all the cat hair and everything and just ate it. Oh, they have the the chocolate Christmas trees over at Walmart. No, they don't. Yes, they do. How do you know that? Because I just Googled it. I I bet you any money if you go over there, they're not there. What, for for whatever reason, I, I don't know why, but Wally World usually has the worst selection of Little Debbie stuff. You know, normally it's the schnooks that have the real good selection of it. It's it, the ones, you know, at least the Wally Worlds I've been in, I'm, you know, looking for them. It's like rarely do you ever, I mean, I've been in some of the, apparently there must be real popular in, Wal- in Wally World are, are the guy doesn't stock them. Because a lot of times I go in there and there's like none left. I mean, there's none, there's like the little Debbie shelves are like empty. It's like, okay. If, you know, and once again, I don't get that. If I was like a root salesman, you know, like a you know, like a Lay's guy or a Little Debbie's guy or a Hostess guy, and I made my money off of people, you know, because they get a percentage. That's how it works. You know, how much you sell into the stores. Would you ever let the shelves go 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 empty if you're making a percentage of that? Wouldn't you be Wouldn't you be in there like two or three times a day filling the shelves if if like they sold that much stuff? Yeah, but those are probably lost leaders because they're only two bucks. No, 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 no. I'm saying that I'm saying one one of the ladies who used to work for me years ago, her husband had a little Debbie's route. Okay, that's what he did, and and you buy it like it's distributor, and you make a percentage of what you sell. In other words, that you know it's called a root salesman. In other words, you got so many stores that you go to, and she told me that. That he was supposed to hit all the various gas stations. At the time, she lived in, um, I think, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Oklahoma City. I can't remember which one. And he had a route, and he had a territory, and he had like, I don't know, a couple dozen gas stations, and you know, some, you know, some, some like dollar kind of, you know, dollar stores, you know, where they stock some food items, items and things like that. And he had two WalMarts in his territory, two WalMarts. And she told me that he was lazy. 
and that he didn't do a very good job of stocking the convenience stores because all he really had to do was just make sure, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the stock was good at the Walmart store, and he made a bunch of money because they sold, sold so many of them at Walmart that it was just like, eh, I don't want to go to the gas stations. Eh. Sometimes he wouldn't go there for like weeks, she said. And the people would call and complain. A couple times he got thrown out a couple of the stores. They go, you don't ever have, you know, we got shelf space for you and you never have any product. So, but he was just like, hey, I'm doing okay. The Walmart pays the bills. Don't people like that? You know, and that is the reason why small business is suffering. Well, that, because Walmart pays the bills. No, 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 because no, what, no, no. I'm saying what I'm saying is I'd look at it from a laziness standpoint. It's to the point where, like, okay, if the guy was, let's say, the guy was making, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out round, round numbers. Let's say he was making thousand dollars a month. I mean, he's probably making a hell of a lot more than that. But let's say he was making thousand dollars a month just stocking Walmart, okay? And let's say he was making three hundred dollars a week stocking ten or fifteen gas stations, okay? So wouldn't you put in just a little extra effort to make like the additional money? You know what I'm saying? I would, but well, that, you know, some people are, I don't know. you know, some people, money is not their motivation. I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, we got to take a break. 740. Westplex 107.1. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, what? I got a technical problem here that I did. I thought I knew what was wrong, but I don't. And now I don't. <laughs> Does that make any sense? That sounds like me every uh, single day. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, BS in the Morning. She's Brad. I'm Shelly. Together we are BS in the Morning. And uh, every day Shelly says stuff that's just crazy stuff. Just like like the if you go to our podcast, which you can go to uh, Brad BS, or you can go to co- uh, Podcast BS and find our podcast every day. Like yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's show, Shelly was talking about her hairy legs. I mean, it's just downright... <laughs> Scary. Yes, I was. <laughs> talking about her hairy legs. Oh, going to be Thank a nice. You. Well, the day before, I was talking about being a circus performer. Ah, uh, circus performer. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you talk about the craziest stuff. I can't believe all the things you've done in your life. Uh, Thirty-eight degrees right now. I we're... am an onion. Brand. That's right. Many we're layers. we're heading for a high of fifty-four. Uh, that is going to do it for Shelly uh, in the morning, and uh, Brad's going to have to disappear for a while. And he won't let me stay on without him. He doesn't like me to touch things, touch the buttons. Like, what does this do? He's like, don't touch that. I won't. I won't. Matter of fact, uh, you know, and, and, and not only will 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 uh, I not let her touch the buttons, there's one other thing. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. <laughs> okay. That is just ridiculous. You need to take that off of your... You know, that's Joe Biden. Can you believe that? I know who it is, Brad. (laughs) And I I personally, I don't want to know about his hairy legs anymore. Creepy stuff. I'm good. Creepy stuff. Okay, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. (laughs) I'm going to take an early exit and uh, because I got something I got to do. And matter of fact, tomorrow, two days in a row. Which he won't even tell me. Can you believe that? Secret. It's secret. It's 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 a secret project. You know what my kids say about me? He tries to drive me crazy. You know my kid. You know what my kids say about me, don't you? That you're a uh, MacGyver. I'm a CIA agent. Yes. About five years ago, that. my one son came to me with a serious look in his face, and he says, "Dad, I figured out what you do." I go, "What's that?" He says, "You're a CIA agent." I go, "Really?" And I go, "Why would you say that?" And he gave this whole list of reasons. It was pretty funny. I think that's actually pretty cute. <laughs> And so my other son, a couple of days later, calls me and says, you know, 
we know what you do. You're a CIA agent. I go, okay, whatever. So if that's the case, don't ever do anything bad because I'm going to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're in the know and yes. you are armed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when you talk on the phone, just remember I'm listening, right? <laughs> okay, now he's being creepy. <laughs> Shelly, have a good day. Brad, you have a good day, too. It's 7.50. Everybody else have a great day, too.